1: I'm not afraid to Everybody, welcome to another edition of the RotoWire Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Jeff Erickson here. As, as always, our podcast is sponsored by Dynasty Owner. We thank them for their sponsorship. My co-host slash guest today is none other than the fantasy exec himself. Uh, you can t- that is Corey Parson. You can follow him on Twitter. You can read him on SI. Corey, thank you for joining me today.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm definitely glad to be talking to you and getting ready for this upcoming fantasy football season. You know, it's funny. I read a story in the Washington Post about how people are not as enthusiastic about fantasy football this year. they have been years in the past, and I have been seeing that also. So hopefully, you know, I listen, I understand we're in some crazy times, but hopefully we can start getting ready for fantasy football soon. Yeah, I have some theories on that. I think that, you know, we didn't have
1: the Hall of Fame game. We don't have any preseason games. We don't have those little reminders like, hey, I need to schedule my draft. Plus, you got NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, baseball, and like a month into baseball. You know, our whole rhythm is off right now. Yes. So I, I, I think it'll pick up.
2: Yeah, I hope so, too, because I, I think the lack of a preseason could play a, a, you know, a role in that. I think when you see the preseason and you get the, the guys on the field and the pads get to popping, I think that helps it out a little bit. So I, I do think we'll see a boom. The boom that we normally get in August, I think we'll see it in September
1: yeah i think so too and uh i hope so i really hope so uh i know i need it i know you and i i mean we work in this industry we're we're self-interested a little bit community i I always say industry but i'm trying to say community more because it's people playing the games too it's not just us providing information it's just we're all kind of trying to you know build this sense up get more people to play and it affects us a lot when when there are no games and all that
2: yeah, no, and the thing about it is, you know, I can't well, – you, you think of all the players that are, are throughout the course of the years, you know, the rookies especially, who when they get that first carry and they bust a 40-yard run or something like that. You mm-hmm. think of Ezekiel Elliott's first game when he went and played the Seattle and he caught a couple passes and had a couple big runs. Like, that helps get people ready for it. Not having that this year, I think, you know, is causing some people to be like, okay, well, you know. You know, not as not not as much into it, and you got the pandemic and everything else is going on. But listen, I'm ready for fantasy football. I know all of my leagues are rolling. Um, you know, I like a, I like to do a lot of auctions. So I've already done a couple of those already, so nice. I'm having fun with it as 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 always, but I'm definitely ready for the season to start so we can really get into it. What's your favorite way to play? Is it auction? Yes, yeah, auction right now. Auction is my favorite way to play right now. Um, I'm doing. I'm to the point where I'm doing more drafts than auctions. Okay. I mean, auctions and drafts. Cool, that's awesome. And I know you did the flex auctions
1: because I, you know, I co-host with Jim Coventry, and you were the uh, uh, going twice guy. Apparently, uh, that <laughs> you were swooping in and busting people's dreams.
2: Listen, I've been doing that for a while now. That's a, you know, I do a lot of the hosting for the. Um, I'm not the hosting the auctioneer work for the um, for the NFBC the NFFC when they're up here in New York, right? And basically. And I, like, this is where I learned this stuff from, 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 from you guys Really, to be honest with you And, you know, being in that room Seeing you guys do Tout Wars all of those years I always thought to myself, wow, I really want to be An auctioneer, I and mean, that's something to aspire to be But um, I thank you guys for that Because you do a wonderful job at that And then watching how y'all do it and I and I always got a kick out of the going twice, guys. Mm-hmm. So that's the, um, that's the good old that's the that's the Lenny Melnick crew right there. Right, that's right. Um, yeah, I love doing. You know, and I love auctions. I
1: love being the auctioneer. Uh. Mm-hmm. I try to keep a quick pace, especially with tout, because, you know, hey, they're all, you know, we're all experts here, right? You know, we don't have yep. to look up, who's this guy? No, we all we know. Um, and same with football. In football, it should be easier. There's fewer guys to know, uh, fewer guys to roster, so it should be easier. Uh, but uh, here, here we are. A uh, lot of stuff going on. You know, it, it, for a long time, we were worried about, okay, there's no news. There's no news. Well, we got news now. It's coming out of our ears. Uh, big thing today was David Montgomery uh, came down with a groin injury. At first, it was non-contact, and then I saw the video of it it's like oh this isn't good but it's a groin injury apparently and it's not as serious as his first thought he did kind of hop off and they get carted to the locker room but at least it's not a knee still any muscle injury like this i get worried with these running backs
2: no i think we're going to see a lot of soft tissue injuries this year mm-hmm. obviously with the lack of work i think we're going to see some bad football throughout the first three weeks of the season we only see that uh every year but um Listen When I saw the news My thing was He wasn't on my board Anyway and I hear people talking about You know Drafting Cordero Patterson To be their running back And I'm like If it's not Tariq Cohen In a best ball league I really want no parts Of the Bears offense I do like Allen Robinson I just don't like The quarterback situation there Yeah I think MVP Mitch Is horrible MVP (laughs) Mitch I haven't heard that That's good (laughs) (laughs) Well you know Last year In the the sports books He was one of the He was one of the Betting favorites For MVP Like a lot of the money In sports books Last year for MVP Was on Mitch Trubisky Which I found that To be wild Because he stuck Um, They bring in Foles this year For for the football To the running back So that works for Cohen Um, And I think it also helps You know Allen Robinson if I get him in the right round as a as a WR2, I'm cool with it. But it's definitely just the offense I try to avoid, yeah. um, to be honest with you.
1: I get Allen Robinson in the third. You know, it's like wide receiver yeah. 10. I like him. He's going to be a total target hog. And he did it last year with last year's lousy quarterbacking. So I figure, you know, Foles has got to be better than Mitch and whatever else they had behind him last year. I kind of figure that. it it can't be as the the floor has been established and he's still produced. So that's the way I kind of look at it. He's so
2: good. Just give him a real QB once in his career. Is that so much to ask? I mean, once, I mean, those days in Jacksonville, listen, those garbage time numbers were great, but he had that one season in Jacksonville and I was on him that year. Mm too. And he really popped. He's a very good wide receiver, but he's been with bad quarterbacks for so long. Reminds me of Andre Johnson, even in college, Christian Hackenberg,
1: I mean, ooh, yeah, that's ooh, right. second yeah. round pick, Christian Hackenberg. Uh, oh, sorry, Jets.
2: Uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> no, that, was, that was a bad one right there for the Jets fans. Yeah. I mean, that was one of those you knew going in that's like, oh, this probably's not going to end well. But um, what I like about him is he's a competitor. He gets out there. He runs excellent routes. I think he's a, I think he's very good.
1: Yeah, I, I, I agree. If you've been looking for a new challenge, consider playing Dynasty Owner Fantasy Football this season. Dynasty Owner Fantasy Football unites the fun and excitement of fantasy football with the skill and strategy of the front office. Dynasty Owner is the only way to play fantasy football with real NFL salaries, adding the strategy of running an NFL franchise. Dynasty Owner provides a unique challenge for diehard fantasy football fanatics. Go to dynastyownercom rotowire Leagues are forming now. That's dynastyownercom rotowire We've all been in a league where the winner just got lucky. If you're like me and know you're better than the most, Dynasty Owner gives you the platform to prove it. Dynasty Owner favors skilled players who can manage their roster using real NFL salaries within the salary cap. It adds an entirely new level of strategy. Go to dynastyownercom rotowire Validate your fantasy football skills. That's dynastyownercom rotowire Dynasty Owner. Start your dynasty today. Another one I wanted to talk about though, Kenyon Drake This is a guy I wasn't pushing way down I'm kind of buying into the Kenyon Drake experience last year But man, he's already got a walking boot on his foot And I know they're saying, oh, it's precautionary But I don't know uh, I, moved, I moved him down from on my list He's at the bottom of that tier If not at the start of the next tier running backs for me now
2: I'm not a real big Kenyon Drake guy um, To be honest with you Right Um, So, right I think the thing with him Was kind of um, Here's what I feel about it He has an opportunity And I think he can make the most of that opportunity I don't like his talent so really I'm drafting the opportunity If I take him But like I said He's not a guy that I'm really into I like some of the other running backs The Miles Sanders The, Auckland, the Austin Ecklers In that role better But I do see why the love for him is there Because of the opportunity That he's going to have in that offense Like I said I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of Murray this year I'm a big fan of D-Hop this year I just don't know how much I'm into To Kenyon Drake But um, cause sure. of, mainly because of the people around him Right uh, I uh, And that's fair
1: That's fair And I think that uh You know the offensive line still, yeah. We'll see, Uh, but I I do like some of the other options there. Uh, Let's move on. We got a lot of stuff to get to here. Let's hop on talking a little Tyreek Hill back on the practice field. I anytime I see hamstring and a a speed guy, I I worry a lot. But I like that he's already doing individual drills.
2: No, I like that too. And he was a guy that I'm on heavily. I think he's a first round draft pick. I got him in my first round on my one man mock draft. I have him as I believe pick number eleven. so I'm into him I definitely want to see him healthy Like you know There's so many good pieces In that offense But what he can do With his touchdown ability Is very is, is, is very impressive to me I like the fact that He can pop the top On the defense Better than most receivers In the league right now So you I'm, I'm willing to buy up All the Tyreek Hill I like him a lot I just think I Listen I think he's a top Fantasy wide receiver the catches may not be there as much, but the, listen, the lifeblood of fantasy football is still scoring touchdowns. And I think he can do that a lot, especially in that offense. I'd agree with that. Uh, and man,
1: I want, I want keys to the castle on that one as many uh, Kansas city parts as I can get it. Uh, it's really hard to build a stack unless you have third round reversal, then you might be able to sneak it in and get my homes at three one if you're lucky. But, uh, I want to get a couple of those parts if I can, if it's, uh, if it doesn't go too, if I don't have to go too crazy in doing so.
2: I am on the Edwards Hilaire train, and I understand he's going off the board as like pick six or pick seven right now. Right. And more or less his NFFC ADP, I think it's warranted. I look at the guy, I look at a running back that is prototypical for Andy Reid's offense. They passed on DeAndre Swift to draft Edwards Hilaire. Uh, Andy Reid hawking and him to Brian Westbrook. We all know how great Brian Westbrook was for fantasy. We all know how great Andy Reid is for fantasy. So, I'm, I can't get enough. I'm willing any Kansas city chief that's on the board is worthy of a, of a, of a spot on my teams. Right on. Uh, I, I totally agree. Uh, th-
1: one more, uh, I want to throw out news, news item before we start to get into your uh, breakouts and your bus and all that. Um, and that is, I want to talk a little Chris Godwin uh, practice. three of the last six practices. Bruce Arians played. This is for me to know. And you not to find out game. I mean what is this Grade school But you know I, I'm a little worried uh, I, my, my radar is up On this now
2: I, I don't blame you For being worried I w- I'd be worried On it too um, Listen he, He's coming in With a new quarterback Basically the same offense But I think you have Some things that suit And fit Tom Brady A little bit better Listen last year This time he, People was talking him up And I was like I don't know well it turned out to be true He came through He played very well He got the job done He finished as the top wide receiver One of the top You know I think the top five Top two even maybe He was excellent last year um, And I think he can be excellent again this year I think the team can be very good You want to see him healthy Right now I'm probably like a little bit of a You know Have a little A bit of a, a itchy trigger finger But what I'll say is um, And I'm sorry if I say that You know I, I'm not trying to You know I don't mean nothing by that Right But um you know, I feel as if we are in a situation where we kind of got to wait and see right now.
1: Right. Uh, yeah. Hopefully your draft isn't today or tomorrow um, and you have a little bit of time to react. Uh, maybe it's just something benign. Uh, maybe it's just he, he, he's taking care of his health, making sure someone's family's OK. Hopefully it's that and nothing worse, but uh, we'll see. Take your league's fantasy football draft to the next level with FanDraft, the online fantasy football draft board. FanDraft makes your draft feel like the actual NFL draft with features such as streaming ticker, live draft clock, custom logos, team walk-up songs, multiple draft board displays, and more. FanDraft can be used offline for in-person drafts by exporting the display via projector or onto a large screen TV for the league to enjoy. It can also be used fully online, and any number of your league owners can join the draft remotely. You can perform both traditional and auction-style drafts. Fandraft also supports IDPs, rookie-only drafts, keepers, and just about any customization to meet your league requirements. You can sign up for a free trial account at Fandraft.com. When you're ready to order the pro account, make sure to use promo code ROTOPOD15 to save 15% off your purchase. Again, that's Fandraft.com, and use promo code ROTOPOD15 to save 15% let's move on because uh, you do a lot of writing for SI I was reading uh, up uh, going you know preparing for this and reading some of your articles you do and you don't do just do fantasy you do a lot of like a, a game, a gaming stuff for NBA as well as NFL uh, so make sure to check that all out but I did check out your breakout sleeper bust comeback and uh, stash article some good stuff there uh, let's talk about those guys a little bit because I'm on Hollywood Brown too. You love
2: Hollywood, some Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I'm a Hollywood Brown guy. I look at the lineage, you know. Obviously, the relation to the best player that ever laced him up for fantasy purposes, and Antonio Brown. You know, Florida guy down there played pop Warner with Lamar Jackson, so that's always there. He came in there last year, not really healthy, dealing with the foot injury. He's fully healthy this year, put on some weight. Listen, that's an offense that scores over 30 points a game, and a guy that can pop the top on a defense like that. I think we're looking at a true breakout right here. I don't know if you're into card trading, something I've gotten into more recently. I'm trying to scoop up all the Marquise Brown, uh, you know, Panini cards that I can. So I'm big, big, big into Hollywood Brown this year. I think he's going to have a big year. He's one of the players. I have one more auction left to do, and I don't have him anywhere yet. So hopefully, none of the listeners are in that auction with me. (laughs) But um, you know, he's going to be. He put it like this: I will leave that team with Hollywood Brown.
1: List stole him from me uh, in the, the, the home, uh, staff league that we're doing. Just a slow draft, just by three picks. He, you know, he, He's way big on touchdown Terry McLaurin. I am, too. But I thought, okay, well, I'll get Hollywood Brown. No, he went Brown first. I'm like, ah, oh, dah. So he got me again. But uh, So it goes. But I love that he put on the weight. The, you know, love how he was timing himself as he was adding muscle to make sure it didn't slow him down. But he knew he had to get bigger, too, to withstand the pounding of the
2: NFL no doubt and i think that's why you'll be able to see him get more targets this year as, as he's do, as, he, as he does that that's right and you know they, they want lamar not to you know not to
1: change his style but at the same time maybe run just a little bit less would be nice too and that means more targets so 100 percent. hope that comes comes to fruition all right uh
2: let's talk about a bust who's your bust it's crazy, you know. Like, listen, it's crazy and it's hypocritical at the same time. But just, just stay with me, people. My mm-hmm. bust is is Derrick Henry because I don't like what he's being drafted. Most of us play in PPR leagues right now. I think PPR has become standard, right? And listen, I understand the fifteen hundred yards is great and the touchdowns and stuff like that. They decided to bring Tannehill back and had to run it back again this season. We're still talking about a guy Who doesn't catch any footballs out of the backfield And I don't know if I can trust That kind of running back in the first round Now people that know me will say Well you love Nick Chubb Nick Chubb is a different running back Than Derrick Henry is You know Nick Chubb could have been One of the all time great running backs In college football history And we've seen Nick Chubb split carries With Todd Gurley and be a thousand yard back And with Sony Michelle and be a thousand yard back Tear his knee up And still almost be one of the great backs In college football history Derrick Henry is not that guy So I think the talent is different between those two players. So that's why I'm not saying that Henry's going to be a bust. But if you're taking Henry inside your top 10, I really don't like I don't don't like that. I don't think I can do that.
1: Yeah, uh, I I don't either. Uh, And, yeah, Standard League, yeah, I'm there for that. That's fine, especially because the schedule's pretty good. But – and it's one thing, uh, in a short, you know, in the shortened playoff season, when, you know, it's Derrick Henry, you know, all, you know, all, all the time, there's no preservation, but it's a totally different thing in the regular season. I get it. Uh, I, and Chubb, man, he showed that he can catch passes. It's just, they have Kareem hunt, so they prefer not to use him with that. But even when hunt was back, there were a couple of games where Chubb caught a few passes looked good. It's just Hunt's so good in his own right there that it makes it tough. But I love, I love Nick Chubb. I'm a huge fan. And of course, you're drafting Chubb at 12, 13, 14 more, more often, than not, whereas you're taking Henry
2: at 7 or 8. Exactly. So I think that, that it's a small difference. When people see, you know, people get on me, oh, but you love Nick Chubb. And I'm like, yeah, let's not act like Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry are the same backs.
1: Right. Exactly right. Uh,
2: okay. How about your
1: comeback? Don't call it a comeback, but we're going to call it a comeback. Who's your comeback player?
2: It's Odell Beckham. Listen, maybe I'm making excuses for him. But last year, the core muscle Which he kept to himself Freddie Kitchens, that offensive line Mm -hmm. Baker Mayfield, was a bad situation The previous couple years In the Giants with Eli Manning And the injuries was a bad situation Yes, You get a fully healthy Odell Beckham You know, Kevin Stefanski is excellent At the run, but we've seen receivers In that system pop too My thing is, listen He could be wide receiver one At any moment in the NFL because he has the you can't really say that there's an nfl wide receiver that has more talent than odell beckham no I, I agree in fact
1: i want a lot of cleveland browns in my lineup i want odell i'll t- you know i want chubb i want mayfield especially because he's pretty cheap um yeah. now you can throw an austin hooper if you want uh, i'm not as big on that um I, in part Maybe. because N- njoku's still there uh but also, I mean, yeah, Landry too. Landry, I know, and he's he's coming off a major uh, surgery. But he was playing hurt last year too, and that's the thing. They were playing hurt, and now they've got an adult coaching the team instead of Freddie Kitchen's experience. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this sh- this should be better. It should be better. No, for sure.
2: I think it should be better too. I'm, I'm definitely in. I'm definitely in for it. I think they do. I think they're a team that bounces back this year. I think the expectations last year got the best of them, but really, it starts with Mayfield improving, and I think Mayfield can improve. Yeah, I think so too. Um, and you know he showed signs in his rookie
1: year it's just he 's got to mature a little bit he 's got a better offensive line there's lots of arguments in favor so i 100 percent agree with you on this one here we got we 're agreeing a lot too much It's all you know you 're definitely no list where it's everything I say is criticized now I, I'm actually with you but although I, he'd be in lockstep with you with obj though that's for sure yeah
2: that 's how list is though
1: yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly. but hey, all I have to do is mention a cowboy, and then we can go off on disagreement land there for um, him and yeah, it's, it, <laughs> you know a big cowboy
2: guy I so do me, let's get
1: those battles all the time. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Well, yeah, talk about stacks. I mean, if you can get the Cowboys stack, do it. The only problem is trying to figure out, do you
2: get all three receivers or not? But, man, C.D. Lamb is really popping right now. No, he has been, and I've seen all, all the reports seem to be pretty good. So I definitely do like that a lot. I'm happy that he dropped the pick number 17. Listen, Dak Prescott has got a lot of weapons. So got a lot of weapons. you got a new head coach. We should not have any excuses this year. And Dak's playing for a contract.
1: Don't forget that either. Of course, yep. I think that sometimes matters. Not always, but there's a, you know, this is two years running with him. So there's a lot of motivation. So we'll see how that one plays out. But uh, he's he's my number three QB. I I think uh, I I would take him over Kyler. I'd take him over Russell Wilson just because on volume alone.
2: I agree
3: with you on that. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. If you're looking for a credit card that fits your lifestyle, look no further. U.S. Bank has credit cards that make every day rewarding, no matter what you're into. Feeling hungry? Check out the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points on takeout, food delivery, and dining. And get two times points at gas stations, grocery stores, and on streaming. That'll keep your wallet and your mouth full. Big spender? The U.S. Bank Visa Platinum Card has a low intro APR for large purchases or balance transfers. And you call the shots with the U.S. Bank Cash Plus Visa Signature Card. Choose two categories each quarter. Earn 5% back on your first $2,000 of eligible purchases from those categories. So don't just get a credit card, get the right card to make every day more rewarding. Cash back, merchandise, travel rewards, and low intro APRs are waiting. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. The creditor and issuer of these cards is U.S. Bank National Association, pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc., and the cards are available to United States residents only. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC.
1: All right. How about, okay, let, let's get some, uh, let's go deep. I know this is, I know this is an actual sleeper. We talk all the time about sleepers and bus and and this, you give you playing enough leagues You're on Twitter all the time, there's no such thing as a sleeper This is a sleeper, who's your sleeper? Kendrick Bourne Kendrick Bourne, actually, you switched on me a little bit Oh, which one, you, which one is in that article? Dwayne Haskins Which yeah. I also, I, I, I want to hear Let's talk Bourne first, and then we'll talk Haskins Because both these guys are
2: deep, let's talk Bourne first So with Bourne, I will say It's the opportunity, the opportunity meets the talent Yep. And what you have is you got a guy who is going to get opportunities now in an offense that is excellent for wide receivers. Kendrick Bourne is not some stiff that's on the back of the 49ers roster. Kendrick Bourne can really play. Andrews have been a problem. I think he caught 30 passes last year. Five of them was in the end zone for touchdowns. So we're going to see more opportunities for him. He'll still keep that red zone work. And he very well could be their wide receiver one coming into the season while Debo Samuel's getting ready. So I'm feeling good about Kendrick Bourne.
1: Yeah, uh, I get it. You, you, now you've identified Bourne as a sleeper. Uh, God, that was terrible. Um, yeah, but I, I agree. Uh, I think so, and I'm not touching Debo because I worry about re-injury. I worry about like the history of guys coming back from Jones fractures coming back too yeah. soon. Uh, just scares that's, that's me. A interesting.
2: Bit. What I'm doing with that is with a lot of these, with a lot of these um, um, commissioners this year are putting these additional IR spots yeah. for the like COVID related injuries. Even if it's not COVID, you know, I'll take advantage of that and I'll stash a guy like Devo and Antonio Brown in that IR spot.
1: Yeah, I haven't done that yet, but if you if like if if, if the NFFC did that, I'd be all over it. You know that's oh yeah no doubt. And I, sometimes I wire my brain, brain thinking that way because you know baseball and football I play in that universe no IL spots all that. But they are yeah. changing one thing. They are doing the Saturday night pickups instead of the Friday night pickups. So they're, they're kind of you know kind of helping us out there a little bit. It may,
2: to, it may have to go to Sunday morning because we don't know what this is going to be. But so far the NFL has been pretty good. You know what I mean? You yeah. had those seventy-seven false positives the other day, oh. and really has not been no issues.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. Uh, it was all one lab in new jersey too yeah so, uh but we'll see hopefully that won't become an issue but there'll probably be some hiccups here and there hopefully it won't be as
2: bad as baseball's hiccups yeah i know baseball is crazy yeah.
1: okay so let's talk a little dwayne haskins too because i i, I kind of tend to agree with you I, I read something the other day like he only makes a mistake once and doesn't repeat it uh uh-huh. so that's i like seeing signs like that i love me some terry mclaurin you know the washington football team they, they've got They've got, they've, they've got a guy Have some guys emerge But I've heard some buzz About Antonio Gibson I like some Stephen Sims Maybe Antonio Gan- uh, Golden Gandy Golden is uh, Going to be a guy That emerges there too uh, Make the case for uh, Haskins please
2: I think you look at The back end of last season Once they got Jay Gruden Jay Gruden Jay Gruden was basically Trying to sabotage the kid mm-hmm. They didn't want him they, did ha- they, 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 they didn't want him there They really had no love for him And Gruden was trying To do his best To get fired from, In Washington last year so he obliged, and we saw Haskins toward the back in the last season start to pick up. Matter of fact, he played his best game of the season in the final game of the year. He was going off until he got injured. And then everything that we've heard about him in this offseason has been good. I had a chance to interview um, – legendary doug williams earlier this year and they more or less said that the goal for this year is for you know everybody's you know rooting for alex smith obviously but the goal for this year is to give dwayne haskins that starting job as the redskins i mean excuse me as the washington quarterback now with that being said you talk about the weapons but we already got the, the relationship with terry mclaurin so that's a good thing right there they did not go get cam newton they did get Kyle Anderson, but listen, the job is his, yep. and I think he has enough to get it done. So I'm saying, I'm not saying you're gonna go into your to your league and leave with Haskins as your only as your only QB. But what I do think is that. You know, you could put him on your bench, and I think that he can pop. If you're in the two-quarterback league, he's a a starter in a two-quarterback league, in my opinion. Yeah, I think this year they treat him like the first-round
1: pick he was and give him, like, the proper support. You know, they had the whole uh, situation with their offensive line, too. Uh, Trent Williams, I mean, you know, granted, they they couldn't resolve it, but at least they made the trade that's not hanging over them like the Sword of Democles either.
2: And the thing about it is, you know, you just see what coaching does. Like Gruden had issues That were his own issues And then he purposely Drove this kid's career into the ground That wasn't right I agree,
1: I agree And the stuff you hear coming out about Gruden now that Does not sound good Although it's funny He's being touted as a positive reason down in Jacksonville too, which is kind of funny. But uh, we'll see. Positive about him? Yeah,
2: I guess it's positive that he's in Jacksonville and not DC. I suppose. It was funny when I was interviewing when I was interviewing Doug Williams, and I brought up last year's coaching staff. He actually rolled his eyes.
1: not good. Not good no, at all. It's not.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, is, so is the job with SI getting you more access? Are you meeting more people to
2: talk to? Get get in the know. Well, you know, you you, you get you get you know, especially listen. I do a little bit more than the fantasy and gam- and, and the gambling stuff. Right. Um, so you know, been blessed and afforded with that opportunity. So you know, you know, we have had a chance to. To speak to some interesting people and interview them and um you know he was the one obviously coming up watching football back in those times being a you know a fan of the dallas cowboys um you know he was it was like it was like a gift and a curse it was like wow i was very proud of him and what he was able to do especially in that super bowl but obviously him beating the dallas cowboys as a member of washington was, was pretty hurtful but you know his, 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 his history coming from grambling state university and stuff like that and rising up through the ranks in the NFL and becoming a personnel person is this, you know, it's somebody that I was always looking at as a hero.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I always carried himself with such poise and grace. He was such a, such a leader. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's awesome to see that.
2: Yep. So it, it, it was, it was pretty cool. It was one of the highlights of
1: my career. That's awesome. I love hearing yep. that. I love that. Well, another thing I wanted to bring up real quick, uh, two guys, there's two free agents out there. One, it's been talked about a little bit. Devontae Freeman hasn't signed anywhere yet. I think when the Bears uh, news came up today, like, oh, Devontae Freeman. Same way when Miles Sanders came up with a quote-unquote lower body injury, as if we're talking hockey these days. Um, exactly. you know, but it hasn't happened yet. He hasn't signed anywhere. You know, There's some speculation on the Chiefs when uh, uh, Williams opted out as well.
2: Where, does he sign anywhere? What's going on with him? All right. So I know a lot of people in the um, South Florida football scene and one of them said to me That Devontae Freeman is from Miami One of them said to me That Consider Devontae Freeman a civilian Now I was like, oh that's interesting At 28, 29 years old Consider him a, you know, a civilian Yeah, and he's not going to play football no more Now When you saw him turn down that Saints deal I mean, excuse me, not the Saints um, The Seahawks deal I was like, oh, wow. Oh, boy. Wow. He might really be a civilian. Yeah. But just recently in this past week, he started posting highlights of him playing football um, on, on Instagram and his latest Instagram post he has on his, his uniform and he says he's in the trench zone. So I'm like, well, listen to this. Maybe he's starting to get ramped up and warmed up for football activities now. But from what I mean, from what I heard and from what's going on right now outside of what we've seen on social media this week, I would say that I would not be touching Devontae Freeman until I see him sign somewhere. And even when I do, I think as crazy as this may sound, I think a 29-year-old running back is washed up. Can be. It certainly can be.
1: I mean, you, the burden of the proof is on him to show otherwise, that's for sure. Uh, it's that running style. You see,
2: yeah. it with, you see it with Warwick Dunn. You've seen it with uh, Dalvin Cook. And you, seen, you're going to see it with Zach Moss when, when, when he comes out. Those South Florida backs run with the intention of hurting you. And they, that's the only way they know how to play. Yeah. And that means you get hurt more.
1: Uh, exactly
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. even Edge was a little bit that way,
2: yeah, exactly, uh-huh. yeah, One so of the I get South Florida running backs.
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, the other guy, and there's been occasionally his name comes up, but for the life of me, I don't quite understand why it's not getting a chance
2: anymore. It's Des Bryant yeah. I don't understand that the, the workout with Baltimore, I figured it would have been a good fit. I mean I'm seeing I, I, I saw somebody talking up um Kevin White. And I was like that's stiff that bum can get tryouts more than Des Bryant I didn't I didn't understand it so a lot of people talk about Des Bryant in the locker room and stuff like that I'm quite sure Des Bryant has passed all of that stuff and then plus there was some issues that people in that Dallas locker room talked about when it came to how Jason Garrett you know related to some players so I think Des Bryant deserves another opportunity Yeah I do too
1: I must must something happened in that workout that was negative though because Baltimore's pretty sharp, and they're also you know not afraid to take a chance. So you never know what they to, see. That's a very good point. Yeah, uh, I, I, I want to give you more time on this, and I know you got to get out real quick, but I want to give you a chance to speak on the NBA uh, can- canceling games today, or not the, the players not playing yep. games. Three baseball games so far, maybe a fourth, MLS. Uh, what do you think about that?
2: Well, what I'll say is this. I thought it was very brave. I thought it was very courageous what the Milwaukee Bucks started and what the NBA players did. Now the Milwaukee Bucks are, are a team, you know, they they represent Milwaukee, the city of Milwaukee, and the yeah. state of Wisconsin. So them being the ones that set it off and lead it off, I think was was the right thing to do. Then the other teams following suit. I thought was very important. I do not think that they should leave the bubble behind this. I don't think that they should cancel the rest of the season because listen, this is still a sports league, but I can definitely see taking a stand in a time like this when we, you know, we see these things going on a lot um, in our society. 2020 has been a hellacious year for us. Started with the death of Kobe Bryant. And we're in this pandemic and obviously George Floyd and so much, you know, racial tension going on in this country. Um, you know, the, 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 the guys get back on the field And on the baseball, you know, the, the diamonds And the courts and stuff like that And trying to get out there and make it happen So, you know, I think that it's respectful To go back out there And continue playing after you do the demonstration And what I like about these demonstrations Are, particularly in, in the case Of the Milwaukee Bucks These owners of these franchises are very, very Wealthy men, and that means they're connected To a lot of politicians right. And if they can go in there and say, listen, this is BS we gotta figure out a way to get this you got this straightened out because I'm losing money, we're losing money, it's obviously affecting the players. It really is affecting the players. Sure. Like these are dudes that want to play sports. That's what they do. And the fact that they in unison stood out like this. I think it shows how much how much a lot of people are hurting behind this stuff.
1: Yeah, and straight up, like there's a direct experience with the Milwaukee Bucks too about this. Uh, and so, yeah, exactly. yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. I completely get it. So uh, I mean, it's going to be a continuing. You know, I think we haven't heard the end of this. It's going to be oh, hang yeah. on hang on to your seat. It's going to be a very interesting week um, for sure. Hey, uh, where can people find read your stuff?
2: Where can they hear you? Where can they get more, of Corey? Well, we got the SI Fantasy thing popping right now, so you can follow me on the Fantasy. Or you can follow me on Twitter at the Fantasy Exec. Doing a lot of work With the NBA right now As far as handicapping And breaking down Those games And obviously Maybe we start The more offensive Fantasy football mode As we get into that season And stuff like that I'm uh, really excited About the podcast Myself, Dr. Roto And Michael Fabiano Has right Have right now Michael Fabiano Obviously uh, a couple weeks ago Joining the team Over at, at At Sports Illustrated After all his You know After all those years At the NFL Network mm-hmm. So um, you know That podcast is going Very well You can check that out Anywhere you find podcasts And listen Just hope to try to be back on the scene and, and giving you some great content on the radio side any day one day hopefully but right now that's not in the plans but the fantasy executive is still out there and still hanging on and the microphone will find me at some time very good well i can't wait for that day and as soon as it does we'll let we'll let everybody
1: know as well and we'll have you back on thanks a lot jeff you bet the fantasy exec cory parson with us I want to thank uh, dynasty for the sponsorship here of the podcast hang on for a couple news and notes a big thanks to Corey Parson, the fantasy exec, for joining us today. Before we go on with news and notes, a quick note from our friends at Underdog. Say hello to your new favorite place to play fantasy football for real money. Underdog Fantasy. With Underdog, all you need to do is the fun part. Draft. Forget about injuries, trades, waivers, and setting lineups. Just set it, forget it, and wait for the winnings to come in. This year they have a $1 million tournament. That's right. Just draft the best team and you have a shot at $1 million in prizes. Sign up for Underdog today and enter the best ball mania for a chance at $1 million in prizes by going to underdogfantasy.com, that's underdogfantasy.com, or searching for Underdog Fantasy in your app store. Be sure to enter the code ROTOWIRE after you make your first deposit. Thanks, to Underdog, for your sponsorship. Okay, before we get you out of here, a few quick news and notes uh, from Wednesday's news cycle here. First of all, Sony Michelle has been activated off the pup list. He was a full participant in individual and team drills. Uh, he pretty much traded reps with Damian Harris with the first team on offense and looked good. Harris has had a you know a lot of buzz in training camp. He looks like he could be a starter, but you know it's the Pats. You know James White's going to get his share. Uh, they, they signed uh, Lamar Miller. Rex Burkhead's still there. It could be just a big mess. And of course, Sony Michelle coming back adds to that uh, confusion. But he is back. If you're interested in drafting him, there, I I haven't been willing to go ahead and take the plunge on him, even with the the big discount. Currently, ADP is one oh five. That's in the last couple of weeks in uh, dealing with the uh, you know, in, in the online championship and other other, other contests as well uh, so uh, and in fact i think he's actually lower than that uh, in the last in, in the last uh, two weeks as a matter of fact sony michelle's adp is closer to uh, 135 i got to get that right so you know even with that discount though i haven't been willing to take him there uh, a couple other notes Love Bell. We didn't get a chance to talk about this one earlier. This is a little bizarre. You know, he stepped out of the scrimmage a little bit earlier uh, in Wednesday morning scrimmage. Adam Gay said it was hamstring tightness. And uh, then later, Bell went on Twitter and said, ain't nothing wrong with my hamstrings. Con- you know, he complained later about his lack of reps in that. And there are earlier reports that Frank Gore was looking better. Some debate about whether this is just practice talk and all that. Um, I was already a little wary of Love Bell. Uh, it just... And it may not all be him. Some of this might just be that uh, you know it might just be because of his uh, because of that offense. His low yards per carry last year scares me. My asking price is still uh, ADP is thirty three. It's still going ahead of Chris Carson who returned to practice today. Going ahead, of David Johnson. Going ahead of Jonathan uh, 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 Jonathan Taylor. Uh, in many cases, right there with Jonathan Taylor, uh, right there with Leonard Fournette. I think I take all those over Bell at this point in time. I'm just just not there for him so um, in fact i'm usually taking a wide receiver at that spot if all goes well that, that that's my my pure preference to go that route uh, we mentioned Chris, Chris Godwin and all that. Stay tuned to see if there's more on that. Paris Campbell, one of my favorite late-round breakouts, a uh, second-year wide receiver, having a good camp, got in a car accident and is now in the concussion protocol. Uh, watch that one. See uh, when he's allowed to return to practice. That might slow things down for him. Michael Pittman's there. Michael Pittman's a big receiver, 6'2". Uh, you know, that's something that uh, you know does worry me. Phil Rivers is not known for hitting his small receivers. Likes to dump off to the running back anyhow. Uh, they do have T.Y. Hilton. A lot of things that you know are making it tough to fight for those targets. I do like uh, I do like Paris Campbell quite a bit, but I might have to pump the brakes a little bit. My uh, effusive praise of him might start to taper off just a little bit. Uh, big one on the defensive side, Nick Bosa. Week to week with a muscle strain in his leg. We saw the with and without him comparison last year. It was pretty stark. Uh, so you know, if he's not ready for Week One against the Cardinals, may choose to go ahead and start Kyler Murray. Start your Diamond, you know, Diamondbacks. Cardinals uh, that you might have that are marginal decisions. I mean, if you're if you draft Murray, you're probably starting him anyhow. But you might consider him a DFS. You might uh, consider, you know, Christian Kirk as someone as he might start that particular week, and, or chase Edmonds, especially if uh, we see uh, Kenyon Drake still being hobbled by that foot injury. So someone also to watch for. We mentioned uh, Joe, uh, we mentioned Chris Carson. He is back. He had to deal with some personal issues, a family matter. Uh, he's on the field again. He's supposed to be the top option. You know, Rashad Penny is on the pop list. New Carlos Hyde's been a little banged up. They got Travis Homer and DJ Dallas stacking those Miami running backs, but they're kind of mediocre Miami running backs. Not too worried about those guys. finally, Two Cincinnati Bengals notes. Joe Mixon wasn't spotted at practice uh, yet uh, today. Paul Danner, Jr. of The Athletic reports that. Uh, he was also told earlier in the week that Mixon had a minor injury, n- unspecified minor injury, so something to watch for. But A.J. Green was back at practice, uh, had the shoulder pads on. Wasn't a full workout for him, but first session since being removed since uh, on August 17th with hamstring tightness. So, I Assuming mean, no setbacks, he's back on pace for Week One. But of course, this always lingers. Of course, we've got AJ Green concerns. I think we've beaten this drum enough. Uh, but you know, at the same time, I think that it's also reflected some in his draft price. I really don't think he, you know, I, I really don't think he's getting overdrafted. I mean, there there was one draft where he went forty-four, but in the last two weeks, his ADP is seventy-two. He's like wide receiver thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two. At, at that cost, I'll take it. I'll take that chance because he's still got a chance to be – uh, a number one receiver with a pretty high upside. I'll take Tyler Boyd too. Uh, you know He's a steady floor guy. I, I also think I want parts of this uh, Bengals offense. I think it emerges. We'll see what uh, happens with Joe Burrow in year one, but I believe in the talent. I believe in the year two of the coaching staff. I think the, all these things kind of work in the favor there. That's going to wrap up. News and notes for uh, today's podcast. Tune in tomorrow. We've got John McKechnie and Mario Puig at the usual Thursday Fantasy Football Podcast. A whole lot more to talk about then. I want to thank Dynasty Owner for their uh, monthly sponsor. Sponsorship of us and all of our other sponsors. Uh, appreciate you. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, it means a lot to us. We uh, That you're listening to this also means a lot to us. We appreciate. There's a ton of fantasy football podcasts out there. The fact that you choose to listen to us means a lot. I do appreciate it. We appreciate it quite a bit. Of course, if you don't subscribe to RotoWire already. Check out uh, Rotowire for the free 10-day trial, rotowire.com slash radio. Gets you access to most everything on the site. Hopefully, you want to subscribe. No credit cards required. Just put in a valid email address. If you don't like it, it'll just, it'll just expire. No, There's uh, no uh, any, you know, opt-out or anything of that nature. So check it out, rotowire.com slash radio. And again, please subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This is the story of the one.